Hey y'all, welcome to Two Broke College Students on a Rant. This is our first episode and we will talk about how streaming and international content impact language learning globally. We are your hosts, Alejandra Garcia and Lizeth Guardiola. I chose to talk about this topic because I have personally used various streaming platforms to help aid my language journey in school. I'm interested in this topic because after interacting with content from Asia, I found myself yearning to learn more about its origin, language, and culture. We're first going to start off by defining streaming and international content. Streaming is defined as a continuous transmission of data over the internet, allowing for constant playback. And international content is defined as content from different countries that appeals to your country. So this could be anime and K-pop in the USA, which we will talk about in this episode. When we think of streaming, we think about which app I'm using to watch my favorite show, listen to my favorite songs, or watch my favorite video game streamer. What's your opinion on the increase of content during the pandemic, Lizette? Um, well, to begin, streaming services rocketed the moment the pandemic started because people were being locked inside their house. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have anything to do, so that led to being to them discovering more on the internet, going on to Twitter, discovering about K-pop, going on to Netflix, discovering Korean dramas yeah. and such. I feel like it led to a huge increase in um, the amount of people wanting foreign content. Yes. You know, the increase of streaming services has skyrocketed completely, and I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that, you know, before the pandemic, not a lot of people were interested in, like, K-pop and, like, anime. Like, anime was big, but it wasn't big like yeah. the way it became since the pandemic in the early started. 2010s anime was kind of like taboo like if you watched it you were weird or something yeah, you like were that a weeb. yeah nowadays <laughs> you ask anyone do you watch anime and they're like of course uh-huh. <laughs> yeah um i think that it's a good thing because people are finally being open to new things and yes. it's not just you know American. They're being exposed to different cultures, to different forms of styles from other countries. I think I think it was a good thing. Do you agree with the increase in interest in foreign media since the pandemic? Yes, I do. I like it because again, it's making the country more diverse. The United States, for example, Mm -hmm. there's more artists who are collaborating with Asian artists such as there was a collaboration i know there's a collaboration between snoop dogg and bts that was just recently announced i yes i think so um i know that there's a collaboration with selena like selena gomez and blackpink yes i think that's pretty great i think it's very uh fun and interesting to see that so many people have grown an interest in not only asian television but turkish dramas yes my mother is obsessed with my turkish mother dramas. does too she's like obsessed with them she's watched um sultana and i don't know what yes. else i think the increase in in foreign tv has led to a More. growth in in individuals uh culture 
yes, like, because, cultural aspect. Yeah, because they're go- they're becoming more open-minded. They're being exposed to different cultures, different countries. And in doing so, they learn more about that country and that culture. So my mom was like, the other day, she, would, she was watching La Sultana or something, and she was like, well, did you know back then the kings, they could marry anyone they wanted, the ones from like over there? I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, they could have as many wives as they wanted. Wow. Yeah. I feel like, you know, people, people always talk about like, oh, well, it's, it's not your country, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it, it's great to learn somebody else's history. It is, because when you don't, you become more like ignorant. Like mm-hmm. you're not the only country in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, the pandemic opened a lot of doors for people to learn. Yeah, it did. And it has created a great, you know, language impact on others because since the pandemic started i feel a lot of people have started to gain interest in not only foreign countries but in their language and culture as well yes. so like my cousin started watching like portuguese dramas and she's interested in watching and learning portuguese and she started learning portuguese because of that so it's like something like that i feel is a good thing that has occurred since the pandemic and since streaming has become so big yeah there's also been a, an increased demand in korean languages in universities mm-hmm. they've been adding a lot of japanese the asian languages in university because the students want to learn that language yeah and again it's because of their of their of them streaming international content yeah um what Okay, so have you streamed international content? If so, how has it positively influenced your language? Well, I personally have, but I got into international content back before, way before it became popular, yeah. like in like 2013, 2014. That is around the time that BTS started coming out as an oh, artist. Yeah. Um, I started learning Korean through textbooks that my sister ordered because we also like we both gained an interest in it and because of international content like it allowed me to want to study that so now my minor is in Korean and um, it has positively influenced my language because now I know like I understand more of the honorifics and I talk more through that language I try to Um, I, I love learning especially because like on like YouTube, there's so many videos that native speakers are teaching you how to speak it. And I think, you know, streaming, um, not just dramas, but like YouTube videos and podcasts and all that stuff have helped me learn personally. I personally am an audio learner. So like I prefer to learn audibly and visually at the same time. So I think it's great to have you know, the opportunity to learn like that. Yeah. Has it broadened your perspective on the culture as well? Yes. It's so much because, you know, a lot of people talk about like, oh, well, they're very one-minded, like single, single-minded, single narrow-minded in yeah. a certain country when it's not the truth. Like, people view, like, the military uh, in, like, Korea as, like, they're so strict. Like, they're not strict because... They're requiring them to do a two-year service. So yeah. It's like, it's 
actually a good thing. Yeah, I was actually talking about that with my dad yesterday. He, he told me that BTS went viral and the Grammys, that he even read about it in, in, in the news something. Yeah, like in his article. Yeah, and, I, and it led to this whole rabbit hole conversation about them. And I told him that, I told my dad that BTS is eventually going to have to go to military. He said, why? Because of the tension between North Korea and South Korea? I was like, no, that's not why. It's because they've always had this law requiring men to do a two-year military service in order so they could protect the country in case North Korea does decide yeah. to invade. So it's not because it's like a strict thingy, but it's more like the government, government is doing it for the good of their country. Yeah. yeah. And BTS even said that they were, when they did want to go into the military. Yeah, because, okay, so like, in like Korea and in like, most East Asian countries, mm-hmm. it isn't looked down upon to be in the military. It's not also, it's also not like, oh, you're forced to go in. It's more so like, you can go in at any time after you're 18, but you have to serve two years. Yeah. And then like, the, like, the difference is in the U.S., it's optional. It is, it's optional here. But optional until the case of war, where if there is a war, you're going to get drafted. Regardless oh, if yeah. you're if you decide to go into it or not, so it's like the Korean military they don't just have like the army and all that stuff they have like police like you can go into like public office like a pub- a public officer civil worker mm. and still take your two year service through being a police officer or oh I didn't know that being, yeah. Which is something that I learned through streaming. Oh. Is that you don't have to necessarily be in the Marines or in the Navy. Or you can do a two-year... You can do your two years um, through being a public worker. Oh, that's pretty cool. Be it know. a police officer or a firefighter. But you can do your two years through civil service. Oh, that's pretty If Usually it's if you're injured or if you have like a specific... like permission for it but you could do it without being in the marines and many many like artists join the military if they're not active duty they are in the band (laughs) they join like the band (laughs) yeah um well i have stream international content before and again my at the time i started streaming it was way before it got popular i i was in eighth grade, I was going home. I was in the back seat of a car. My mom was driving. And I was watching funny YouTube videos, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the corner of my eye, I see this funny video that said, funny EXO moments. And I was like, oh, it's Chinese guys. So I was like, well, let me take a look at it, right? <laughs> it's a funny video. It's just a random guy. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit long. It was like 10 minutes, I think. It was just like a bunch of clips of them like, messing around. And I found this so hilarious. And it had a bunch of like English subtitles, right? Because they were speaking in Korean. Yeah. They were Korean boys. But afterwards, I was like, I wonder who they are. Like, I wonder why, like... What, why, it's, why it popped up randomly yeah, on my feed. Why people are making funny videos of them. And so I searched them up, and it turns out they're a K-boy, K-pop boy band. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me see how, 
how they listen, right? Like how they play. I want I want to listen to the music. I listen to like two songs, and I was like, I found my favorite song out of them. And then oh that, that was it was like a whole rabbit hole. And next thing yes. I know, I told my friend. My friend went home. She listened to BTS. She came back. She told me about them. I became obsessed. Fun fact: that yeah. is actually how I got into K-pop. Yeah. EXO is the first group I ever listened to. Um, but I started when I watched their drama. They have a TV show. <laughs> EXO? Yes. Yes, I know. I've seen it too. And it is the, it was the funniest thing ever. It was the cutest thing I, ever too. I love EXO. Um, they're my first ever group. And you're right. It is a huge rabbit hole. You're going to get in and you're never going to get out. Um, at least for a while. Yeah. But it, it's it's heartwarming to see like other yeah. people got through the same <laughs> went through the same thing. Um, yeah. Even in, during the pandemic, again, BTS went, went to um, an award show, I think, a couple years back, and Jin became famous because uh, he got out of the car, and they took pictures of him getting out of the car, and he it went viral on Twitter. He's yes. a prince. He, yeah, people <laughs> were calling him the, the car door prince or something like that, and there were a lot of girls in the U.S. going like, who is he? What's his name? I just want to know his name. And everyone was That's like... That's how it starts. That's how I it just want to know his name. I just want to know his name. That's how it starts. It leads to a rabbit hole. Yeah. But ever since I've been wanting to learn more about Korean and the language. There was a time in the pandemic where I actually bought textbooks for bars and novels because I wanted to learn. But then college started. It's like and Korean just... for dummies. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking at adding an Asian mi- um, minor. A minor? Yeah, yes. an Asian it's studies. Fun. It's fun. Yeah. I Right now, I have started taking my... I am taking an uh, intro to Asian ph- philosophy. It is a rec- is a requirement on the minor. And you can take a language course, like a language pathway, yeah. or a cultural path. And I decided the language path, but I think I'm going to take a business class to see if I can study in Korea. Oh, that's pretty cool. If you go abroad, oh, you're going to be living it. Oh, you're you're going to be living it. Um, but it's really expensive. So It really is. Go we back to, to our, our title, Two Broke <laughs> College Students. Um, we have no money. So. We're broke because of college. Um, let's see. What possible confusions do you think people could have with learning a language through content? Um, I'm going to bring up anime in this topic because okay. there's a lot of... Anime has become very popular yeah. in the U.S. as well. Uh, such as like Attack on Titan, which I recommend. I've <laughs> never seen it. You you need it's a must watch. It's like changes I I heard you. that it's really, really um, gore. Like it has a lot of gore in it. But it's, I heard that it's really good. It's really good. It's regardless depressing. of the gore. <laughs> it's depressing and gruesome, but oh my god, it's so good. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, anime has become very popular in the U.S. and that has led people to want to learn. Japanese because the yeah. original work is done in Japanese voices. Yeah, the, the character, everything the, is done in Japanese. The voice actors are all Japanese. Yeah, because it comes from Japan, right? Yeah, and so the kid, the kids are like, we, I want to learn Japanese because I don't want to watch your subtitles. And the English dub is nothing compared to the Japanese dub. Of like the course, Japanese dub is it's, better. Yeah, it's, it's like when you watch like. Yeah, it's Casa more, de Papel in, in English, it's like, what the hell are you watching? Yeah, it's like, it's not the same expression or like... Yeah, you the, the mouth is moving and it doesn't match with it, the words. It, it's very different. So they want to learn Japanese because of that. Mm-hmm. And 
And there was some possible confusion in there because sometimes anime uses the language in a very different way because Japanese is such a context language. Like you have to use honorifics. And if you're talking to a friend, you talk to a friend differently than you talk to your mother. Of or, course. Or a stranger in, in the street. And they use like certain things at the end of a sentence to make to make it more respectful yeah. or more friendly. And that is gets confused in anime because anime is not going to stop and explain to you all well, they're talking like this to yeah that. or like they're talking to this enemy differently than they do with this other guy that they don't know right yeah and that's a possible confusion that people go into anime and they're like oh i can just talk like this to anyone no you can't because if you talk like that to a japanese person they're gonna look at you and be like what what that is so disrespectful they're gonna yeah. look at you like you were disrespecting me yeah you were yeah. disrespecting me and it's not cool and Fix yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree because, you know, like with Korean, it's the same. Like Korean dramas, they somewhat tell you like honorifics and stuff like that. But like everyone, okay, so like Korea boos, right? It's mm. like a Korea boo is a person who talks in Korean or attempts to talk in Korean but doesn't know the language. So basically, they they just go up to random Asians and they go, Oppa? Oppa? Oh my Opa, god, no. Oppa? <laughs> Opa used in a family sense is older brother, but it's for usually used in relationships for like your boyfriend, like he's your opa, like it's basically like love, like honey. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't go up to a random guy and you tell him opa. No, it's you don't. not okay. It is not He's okay. gonna look at you and be like, You're weird, I don't know you, what do you want? Um you also don't go you also don't go up to someone and say chogyo, like degado, like that's chugale, chugale, chugale. Chugale means you want to die. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. That's what they do in Korean dramas. That's mm-hmm. how they express. You it. can't go up to someone and tell them I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, chugale. <laughs> in fact, many people ridicule co- uh, Korean bulls in that way. Like whenever they talk about Korean bulls, they're always like, oppa, oppa, sarayo, yeah. oppa. And that's all they know. That's all they know. <laughs> it's like, um, I went to a concert and these guys were standing next to me and one of the members is named Jihoon. He was going, Jihoon oppa, Jihoon oppa. And my sister is looking at me and I was like, it's not me, bro, it's not me. I would never do that in public. Oh my God, no. But yes, um, mm-hmm. I do agree that those are possible confusions. A lot of people um, really don't learn honorifics through, you know, the media aspect of it. Which goes with my topic, talking about how, you know, media should be used as a great, like, learning. It's learning material, and it's great learning material, but it should only be used as a pair with actual learning. Like, yes. with a book, or a native speaker, or a Even teacher. Even YouTube videos. Yeah. They have YouTube videos on there where they break down the sentences, and mm-hmm. each word leads to something different. I know I've watched some when I was learning Korean and Japanese, and they do such a great job in doing that. So you can't really just um, have the content as your guide. You need like actual, yeah, actual books, actual, actual books, videos. like actual learning, actual practice Yeah, time. if you can't afford a class, it's cool. Just go to Barnes and Nobles and buy a book or yeah. something. And, and nowadays there are various apps where you can communicate with yes. native speakers 
who are also wanting to learn English or Spanish or whatever, right? Like yeah. Japanese. Like there's also it, apps such as mm-hmm. Duolingo and Talk to Me, and I don't know what. Yeah. Um, I think that you know, a lot of fans um, of BTS have taken like, for example, like how RM learned English through yes. watching the TV show Friends. Um, but I also want to reiterate that in Korea, it is required for you to learn English all throughout high school. So he had some form of basis on the language mm-hmm. apart from watching the show in its entirety multiple times to perfect it. Yeah. Um, he had some sort of backbone apart from the, the show. Apart that he's a genius because he is a genius. He is so he, smart. His IQ he, is like really high. He has a really high IQ. Apart from that, um, RM took a lot of time learning English, right? Mm-hmm. And even to this day, he's, in, he's fluent in English, but he's not perfect in English. No. There, he There's some parts where he does mess up or like he doesn't fully know. Which is fine because even English speakers mess up English. Yeah, like, <laughs> not even us. We're not even um, talking right. Like, I'm fluent in English, but my first language wasn't English. My first language was Spanish. My first language was Spanish, too. So, I had to learn that when I started grade school. And it's really difficult now, because I started learning and I only focused on English, because that's what's yes. required here in the States. You need to know English, even though it's not the national language. And, you know, a lot of people are like, do you speak English? Well, yeah, I speak English. It's not perfect, but it's English. It's English. And then you go to, it's like, I, I mean, you quote Selena. She's like, I'm too American to be Mexican. Yes. And I'm too Mexican to be American. So basically in like that quote, she's basically saying, I speak too much English to live in Mexico and be fluent in it. Yeah. But I speak too much. I look too Mexican and I speak too much Spanish to be an American. Yeah, and that's a problem. A lot of people are very ignorant and close-minded about that. Nowadays, like racism has become a huge thing, especially during the pandemic because they they were hitting Asian people yes. because of the coronavirus. And like they even come up to you, like there's certain people, and it just boils my blood that they come up to you and they're like, "Speak English." Well, no. Like, I don't have to. I don't have to. Like, who are you to be telling me that? You know, I remember this one time I was in a water burger and there was like a bunch of white people in eating, right? And they were like white cowboy people that had the like boots and the hat and everything. Yeah. And I walked by them and they're like, they stared at me. Because back then it was, like, it was a little bit darker, right? And they <laughs> stared at me and I was like, um, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking you with get, my mom in Spanish. Or you get looked at like weird when yeah. you're at the checkpoints. I've gotten questioned, like, they would ignore everybody in the car, and they would stare directly at me, and they were like, are you a U.S. citizen? I'm like, yeah, I know I'm dark, but I was born in the States. <laughs> I speak English perfectly, somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think that's why I really like that international content is becoming popular, because yeah. it's, making me, it's making more people open-minded, and it's making them appreciate a different culture in a different language yeah. and those who don't interact with it they're not like they're not looked down upon but they're like more like being taught by other people who do stream international yeah. content it's also like a form of you know unifying regu- unification world. yeah regulating yeah. like making it normal for people to learn something yes. other than english and spanish and mandarin 
yeah. which a lot of people are like mandarin is the it's the most spoken language in the world it is i didn't know that and a lot of people don't don't take that into consideration like if mandarin is the number one language in the world why are you forcing people to learn english i know like if english is not all that good like it's not the best out of this. Yeah. Know? And then you like you go to like other English speaking countries and they don't speak the same way you do. They don't. You have your own dialect, you have your own tone, voice, the way you speak mm-hmm. is different from everybody else. Like my accent here in the valley where we're from, it's a Tex Mex accent and it's really southern at the same time, but it's not southern like Georgia southern, it's southern like I am a border town southern. <laughs> like, I sound like... I live in Rio Grande Valley. I sound like a Mexican. <laughs> I, I use Spanglish a lot. So yeah, like, same. I could be t- having a conversation with my mom and I'm talking about potatoes. Es que la papa went over there. Yeah. ¿Y por qué se fue para allá? Because I don't know. It's, it's like... A lot of people make fun of like the kids that it, like they're Mexicans but they don't speak Spanish, and I'm like I'm a no stop kid. <laughs> but she's like, it's it's fun to to have conversations with people who speak languages and learn through them. I love having conversations with my grandparents over you know how they grew up, and when I don't know a word, I'm like, what does that mean? What does it significa? Like. What is that? The Mexican saying sometimes confuse me too yes. because they're like, oh, I don't, I can't think of one uh, at the top of my head, but whenever they say it, it's like so ironic and contradicting to what it's actually being said. Yeah. So I'm left there with like, what does it mean? Like growing up, every time we would eat, my grandma would tell me, borrega que va la pierde bocado. Meaning if you talk, you're gonna, your food's gonna disappear <laughs> and someone's gonna take you, someone's gonna beat you to it. Yeah. So, um, Every time I eat, they're always like, you're very quiet. I'm like, like I'm not going to lose my food to no one. Yeah, and I think international content um, does that. Not only does it promote language, but it can also promote uh, your own language mm-hmm. and your own roots. For example, like whenever I watch me- Mexican shows, I feel more connected to my own roots. Oh, for sure. Like when I watch Familia Peluche, <laughs> I, come out of, bro, I come out speaking Spanish. My favorite, my favorite show that I've ever watched in Spanish is um, Rebelde. Oh, yes. oh, I love the original one. The original one. I remember watching Where this kid. Esta... <laughs> Dulce Maria and Maite Pepperoni. <laughs> her name's Maite Pepperoni, but I always call her Maite Pepperoni, like since I was little. Um, Rebelde, love it. La de Atrévete a Soñar with the. Patito Feo. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. It, it, it was actually the one where, with Ana Paola, yes. este, I started learning Spanish because of that. Like, hardcore. Like. Really? Yeah. And then, like, I, I, I've never watched, like, Spanish shows, like, from Spain. But, you know, I'm going to be, like, in school, they teach you, they don't teach you Spanish, Mexican Spanish. They teach you Castilian. So, when you learn Spanish, you learn like vos es un. That's not Mexican. Yeah. That's that's that's, Spain, that's, Cas- that's Castilian. So you they teach you Castellano, and the only countries that speak Castilian that I know of right now are Argentina, Spain, and Chile. 
I think. All the Spanish countries in South America speak Castellano, except for Brazil, because Brazil speaks Portuguese. And when they talk, I always tell my nephew, I'm like, you are learning Spanish for Spain. And he's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, yes, you are. And when you watch movies in Spanish, they are translated in Castilian, not in Mexican Spanish. But I was like, my favorite Argentinian show to watch is Violeta. If you've never seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it is so good. I love it. I love Tini. Like, she is... She's great. Um, my favorite, my favorite mem- member from that show is Leon. Like, bro, <laughs> te lo juro. Like, oh, he's so good looking. But back on topic. <laughs> we gotta get back on topic. I think yeah. that you know, like language through content, like it's it's it a prom- good, it's a great connection. It promotes culture appreciation. Yes. And for, yeah, and like for Mexicans, well, for Mexican-Americans, because I was born in Mexico, but I was raised in America. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a U.S. citizen. To this day, I'm not a U.S. citizen, but I live here in America, and I've become very Americanized. I use yeah. English way more than Spanish. Mm-hmm. So whenever I listen to Spanish music or I, li- I watch Spanish shows or even when I communicate with my family from Mexico, I feel more connected to my roots. Yeah. I'm like, yay, I'm Mexican. Like, I remember soy Mexicana. Yeah. Well, like I'm a U.S. citizen. I was born in the states, but my parents are Mexican. Mm-hmm. My parents have Mexican passports. My grandparents are Mexican. Like I'm a first generation U.S. citizen from my family. Oh. Um, but if I wanted to, I could apply for dual citizenship and have my Mexican passport, um, which is oh. super fun and super interesting. Like if I were to marry a Mexican, like I would go live in Mexico. But Right now, we're, we're looking at staying in the States, but um, it's always interesting to see how, you know, various people treat, you know, students who aren't U.S. citizens mm-hmm. at school differently um, due to the fact that they're not U.S. citizens and they're yeah. basically they're international students and they treat them, they get a different, you know, they get different and, reps and yeah. different response from people. Which also, like, hurts my feelings. It's like, why are they treating them differently? They're, exactly. still, they're all students. They all pay tuition. They're all yeah. here somehow, some way they're here. In our history class with uh, William Yancey, there's these two kids. I don't know if you know them. They sit next to me. I don't know if I should say their names, <laughs> but um, they, these two kids that sit next to me, they're from Mexico. Like Mexico, Mexico? I think so, because they learned English. I think we talked once through Zoom. We were studying for the first exam, and they said that they, were lear- they learned English to come here and study in the United States. Yeah. And, like, you can still hear their accent. Like, you can hear their accent when I they talk English and all that hearing like people's accents but like even then they're like i don't know if they watch international content or not but they were their language was promoted from like they wanted to learn english so they could come and study just like you want to go and study in korea yeah i think it's 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 a great thing to like see other people's stories yeah through media and through you know like youtube like there is 
a Korean YouTuber. She's Korean, but she's lived in the States all mm-hmm. her life. And she started working for a Korean school. A Korean school. She's mm-hmm. a counselor, basically. She helps people re- register for college and sign up for college and find the best opportunities to go to the States, and from Korea to the United States, mm-hmm. to study a, at a university in the U.S. And she talks about, like, her whole journey, she talks about, like, it's very difficult for Korean students to adjust if they don't know the language. And that's why, like, in Korea, they have what they call TOEIC, which is the English, like, test that you have to pass in order to graduate high school, in order to go to college. And it's basically, like, they have their CSATs, which is their SATs. And so they have their SATs and their their ACT tests. And then they have to take their TOEIC exam. And if they get a high enough grade, then they can apply to college. And if they don't, they have to retake their college entrance exams until, you know, so they, they pass. So they have to do language exchange in order to go to college. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's something I didn't know. So another thing I also learned through streaming and, and YouTube. Oh. Um, <laughs> so it's very interesting to see how a lot of people who don't, like, pass... They're like, okay, well, you know what? If it's a guy, he's like, I'll go into the military. And I'll study well in the military. Mm. And then I'll go into it. See, I think that's why there's a lot of apps, too. Because they, not only do they want to learn because they want to learn English because Justin Bieber. Or because it's America or the U.S., right? Or because of Drake. Yeah, they, they want to learn English because they have to patch an exam if they want to go to college. Yeah. And that's why there's a lot of apps and there are a lot of people on those apps, like video, texting, language exchange yeah. apps. And I, 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 I kind of like, I understand what they go through because like when I was in school, I'm pretty sure you had to take TELPAS, the TELPAS exams where it's like, because you're a bilingual student, you have to take a test. I don't think I ever took that exam. How? <laughs> because when I entered into the United States, I think I entered as a kindergarten or first grade I had student. to take TELPAS until I was in fourth grade and I tested out of TELPAS. So when you're in the TELPAS program, basically you have a bilingual dictionary. You have all the helps and you have extended times on your tests because you are a Spanish speaker. And I remember in school always being separated from, so we had two different classes mm-hmm. in like my first grade year. We oh, had yeah, a class for the, Spanish, for the Spanish students and a class for the English students. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm on the TELPAS list. Why am I not in this class? Like all my friends and all the people that I was like talked to were in the Spanish class. And I was just like, but... I'm also, like, I only, like, I speak Spanish, too. No, you're going to be in the English class. And I really struggled. It was really hard because, like, I knew English, but I wasn't great at it. Mm. And I finally, like, I went years before I could test out of TELPAS. And I tested out, and I didn't even know I tested out. I think I was put into the Spanish-speaking class, but I don't think I ever took that test because I was learning English when I was... In elementary school, in the, my first years of elementary school, mm-hmm. I was learning you were, English. You were an ESL student, which is an English as a second language student. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But what's funny to me is that I had to learn English in elementary school. 
and I still came out with the best grades in grammar and English. And to oh, this girl, day, I did not. To this I day, did not. I got a master in my high school. I got a master's in my English three exam. Oh no, <laughs> I didn't. I girl, so I got like, meets. I did not. I did not. So if someone, I was never great in English. I was never great in math. I passed. I got A's maybe, but I was really good in science. I love science. If I if I was dedicated enough to study science, I would be a science major, but I no. It's hard being a science major. Oh. I'm 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 in the science English English is hard. It English is, is hard. It, it is hard. There is so many rules, there's so many words that have the same meaning. There's so many words that sound the same. Every language is hard because every language has its own set of rules. Yes. And you can apply those rules to another language. Like, you get lucky because in Spanish, there's some some words that sound similar to Italian or, like, other speaking mm-hmm. Spanish countries. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. And even, I'm sorry, even in Asian countries, you have, like, the same, like, honorifics type of thingy, but it's yeah. not the same, like... Each language has its own set of rules. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, you know, like, people people don't understand that, like, language is, it's very universal at the same time, but you have to take the time to learn it. You do. English is a universal language, but not everyone is going to speak it the same way you do. Exactly. And I feel like that's why a lot of people watch international shows in order to like perfect their language like i want to speak like they do so they watch that show to speak like they do yeah yeah like for and with korean like if you want to learn a korean word or something you go on to um the music videos you see how they they say oh yeah and you go on to the in the korean artists doing interviews and you you listen to how they say it, and then you watch the Korean shows and yeah, how and they use how it they communicating it. with other yeah. people. I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting because in Korean, like, the Korean music industry, there's not just Koreans. There's Japanese artists. Yes. There's Chinese artists. There's Thai artists. There's like, Taiwanese artists. Like, Lisa is Thai. She's from, from Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. And she's in a Korean girl group. Yeah. And there's even... I've heard this of this black girl who's in a Korean girl group. Yeah. I, I, I've heard of her, too. She, I think the group's she called viral Black on Twitter. Yeah. She went viral on Twitter for a while. A lot of people liked her. And, and I thought it was amazing because I thought you had to be, like, some sort of Asian type of descent in so order to be I. in a Korean group. So did I. I also saw that that group has a Brazilian as one of the members as well. So and that's even more language exchange, inter- like yeah. more promoting language. Like, um, like EXO had its own Chinese subunit. Yes. For a while until they all left. <laughs> that's um, true. <laughs> and then like NCT, NCT in itself is an umbrella an umbrella group because it has a various subunits, but they have their own Chinese based unit. And that unit has a German member, it has a Thai member, it has a member from Hong Kong, and then the rest are a member from Macau, and then everybody else is from like Beijing or Shanghai, mm-hmm. um, which I think is super interesting because, you know... And even the groups do music in different languages. Yeah. Like, I know so BTS they, does yeah. Japanese music as well. They sing in Chinese, they sing in English, they sing in Japanese, and they sing in Korean. See, that's even more... 
language exchange right there. That's pretty cool. And I think the fans learn these languages in order to feel more connected to the artists. Mm -hmm. Like I know there's this app and over there in Korea that's called V Live and they go live yeah. on there. It's like basically like going live on Instagram. Yeah, it's for American artists. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have it, but it takes up a lot of space. I have it and every once in a while I log on and I watch. Usually it's the boys. Eric or Kevin, yeah, or Jacob because Jake, they're all the English speakers. But I, I like to watch and I like to read the comments because a lot of people are like, he starts speaking in Korean and they're like, why are you speaking Korean? You're an English speaker, and I'm like, why are you texting this? Because yeah, they're they you also have to Korean fans, like they're Korean artists. Yeah, I think I think in that aspect, like the fact that fans want to learn to you know feel a connection to their artists yeah like with the v life a lot of people like the korean artists go live and they're talking in korean and yeah. there's no subtitles because it's in real yeah. time it's live it's in real time so they just kind of sit there and they're like i wonder what they're doing like talking about right and whenever they laugh they laugh like Jin yeah. did that in an interview once he he said that the guy was speaking in english and Jin doesn't know english yeah so he, he he'll just laugh with him <laughs> so they're like, yeah. they're like oh yeah that's funny yeah with james corden i think oh. it was during the car show james corden I, laughed yeah. the, he laughed and Jin the in the back <laughs> yeah Jin in the, was in the back oh, and he, he spoke said, in korean he, he said something about him being worldwide handsome and Jin was like haha you funny man <laughs> yeah but then in korean he was like i have no idea what he said so i'll just laugh <laughs> Um, I agree, so you know, funny. like, there's a lot of artists that speak, like, Spanish, and uh -huh. they also do the same thing, like, not everybody knows English, and it's kind of unfair for people to just assume that they have to speak in English yeah, for everybody it's else. ignorant, it's, I don't know, I don't, it's not cool, it's, it, it's ignorant in their part. Yeah. Because, again, we come back to the U.S. is not the only country in the world. Mm-hmm. And English is not the only language in the world. So, do you have a few? Um, so, do you have a few um, <laughs> shows or podcasts that you would like to recommend, or animes to our listeners? Ah, uh, yes, I have so many. Where to start? <laughs> Um, for the next 15 minutes, I will talk about what shows you should watch and why. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like recommendation-wise, we can totally... American shows, we can totally recommend Friends. Yes, for American <laughs> Everyone shows, Everyone that yes. I've heard or read about that has learned English has learned English through Friends. Um, it's so good, you guys, when you watch it. It's, it is the best. Friends. Um, a lot of people watch Gossip Girl. I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Gilmore Girls also is also popular. Gossip Girl, Gilmore Girls. Um, I highly recommend if you like action and you know decent looking people. Criminal Minds. <laughs> Criminal, Criminal Minds is such a good show. Oh, Law and Order, SVU Unit is such yes. a good show. The Good Doctor is another good show. I, I love I watching love the, good, the Good Doctor. I love watching the Good Doctor. And the Good Doctor actually has a kind of some diverse and it has black people and also has i know this korean guy Grey's anatomy jay what was his name i don't know his name but he's so good looking yes oh my god he's so good oh uh, Grey's anatomy is also very diverse a lot of people watch Grey's anatomy don't believe their medical experience it's not 100 percent accurate though um, <laughs> do you have any 
uh, Asian shows that you'd like to recommend? Yes. Oh my God. To begin off with, Goblin, the Lonely and Great God. Best show yes. ever. It will change I, you. I love that show. It made me cry. But it was the best. It, it is the best. It's because it has this combination of sadness, happiness, comedy. It's a melodrama. <laughs> it's a mellow, It's very good. It's a very good show. Like, you need to watch it, you guys. Um, um, there's also Flower Vivo. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I love the actor. I watched him in Scarlet Heart. I love that show, it's too. It's also a really good show. Highly recommend. Yes. Um, I recommend... It's the Penthouse. Yeah, seasons penthouse. one through three. Oh my all God. three of them. All three of them. You have to watch all three of them. If you <laughs> stop on season one, I'm just like, girl, no. Ugh. You need to watch all three seasons. I watched season one and I did not want to go anymore. You it need to keep going. You need to keep going. That show, it's because that show is like, it shows the reality of rich people. And that's what makes me so angry. The fact that rich people to this day can get away with that. And it's just like, I know. Money can't buy happiness, but it can buy silence. It can buy silence. It is so good. Squid Games is another popular one. I've never seen it. It's and so everyone, good. everyone talks about it. I'm just like, I don't know. It doesn't draw People me in. People talk about it for a reason. It's so good. Everyone talks about Squid Games and all of us are dead. And I'm just like. Oh, yeah. My dad watched it. My dad, who used to kind of bully me because I like. Estás viendo los chinos. Sí. My dad tells me, que, ¿Por qué tienes esos monos? And I'm like, um. <laughs> Because I like them. Leave me alone, Dad. So, yes, real quick on that topic. Yeah. Um, there is a Korean artist who is half Mexican. His dad is Mexican. His really? mom is Korean. Oh and his God. name is Samuel Kim. Well, his name is Samuel Arredondo. But he uses his mom's last name as his stage name. And um, I had a picture of him on my phone. And my dad's like, who the hell is that? Uh, Chino. And I was like... He's Mexican, Dad. His last name's Arredondo, and his dad is in Mexico. And he's like, "Okay, I forgive you." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But my dad, how's it called? He bullies me sometimes with it. He's like, "Why well, you listen to those Chinese boys?" I'm like, "They're Korean." He's like, "Whatever." And then all and the he, and then he ends up watching the show. And shows. then he ends up watching all of us. And it was it was so funny to me because he's like he watched it with the English dub, right? But he still watched the Korean show and he he learned so much. He's like, I didn't know people that were forced to wear uniforms like they do in Mexico. And yes. then he was like, You should watch it. And then he continued to explain to me what he learned and why I should watch it. Yeah. I, I thought it was so funny. It was like first you bully me and now you're I, watching Korean shows. I had the <laughs> same experience as my sister before she got into K and dramas and stuff like that she uh caught me watching boys over flowers the oh. original korean version Everyone with lee min ho and uh, that's a classic show right there she made fun of me for it really and two days later i found her watching the show <laughs> and i told her wow you're such a hypocrite you made fun of me and now you're watching my show She's like, it's good. It's her favorite TV show. Yeah. It is her favorite show. She got it on DVD, and she will watch it on repeat for days, and she'll cry every time on the same episode. And it is the funniest thing ever. I told her, wow. 
you made fun of me and it just goes to show how popular um international content is becoming Mm -hmm. and how it can change people and their mindset it's amazing and it even promotes the language as well because they're bound to pick up a word or two like i picked up chukale from korean shows and i say it and my cousin um she says it again i picked up so i watched a lot of thai dramas and bl dramas but Mm -hmm. we're not gonna talk about bls because (laughs) They're not appropriate. <laughs> we'll be um, on. <laughs> in Thai dramas, the the word the way they say shit is shia. shia. So they're like, oh my gosh, oh, shia. shia. <laughs> um, I'm currently watching F4 Thailand, which is the boys over flowers, but the Thai version. And I am obsessed. In Korea, the, in order to say shit, it's ash, right? Yeah. I ash. use that to this day. Whenever I get ash. frustrated, I'm like, ash. I'm like chocolate. <laughs> Pequeno's Or, or, um, is like, oh, are you crazy? Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you, yeah. It's like, are you freaking crazy? See, and I, whenever they say that, I can now, like, I can understand it without even watching or reading the subtitles yeah. because I know it because it's been brought up a lot. Um, for anime, I recommend Attack on Titan, uh-huh. My Hero Academia. I've never seen it, but I've heard. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. Oh my god, it's so good! My Hero Academia after the sports festival, it gets really, really good. And what I love about all of these is that at first, My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan, at first they seem like very happy going, like oh, it's just like they're achieving their dreams, yeah. And then it gets dark and depressing. (laughs) Like My Hero Academia is still in that like little lively phase, but it's gonna get dark. I've heard that it gets dark, and Attack on Titan is already dark. Where where is where can I find Funimation, Crunchyroll, Country, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, <laughs> Crunchyroll. Um, there's some websites online that do it for free. I know if you have Spectrum, Spectrum has all the episodes on there. Um, oh, okay. Um, oh, a Spanish anime that I really recommend that my mother watched when she was a child that I watched when I was a child but never finished. Candy Candy. Have you ever heard of it? It's such I a popular so. mix. I used to anime. okay, so Spanish shows. I used to watch El Chavo del Ocho. Yeah, all the time. El Chavo del Ocho. It's the best. Familia Peluche, vecinos. Familia Peluche. <laughs> uh, Rebelde. Uh, my very first ever concert was Rebelde. Really? Yes. You went to the concert. I went to their concert, dressed like them too, in my little skirt. I used to have that. My little the, uniform. I used, I used to have the big. Long boots, the long boots, the long converse, yeah. all the way up into the like. La de Atrévete a Soñar, which is la del patito feo. I love that one. Um, Anna Paola is such a good actress. Um, it made me realize that I wanted to date a soccer player named <laughs> Mateo. But you know what? Now we have our attention set on Diego Lainez. Sorry, completely different topic. But Diego Lainez, you should look him up, Vince. He's great. He's. He's I don't know him. <laughs> girl, te lo voy a enseñar. Okay, if we're talking about international men, then I want to put Jungkook. No, wait. he's No, actually no, because if more people know about him, it's not going to be pretty. A lot of people already want him. Um, Lee Dong-wook. <gasps> he is such Mi a fine man. Lee Dong-wook. He's 40, is, though. He is 40 something, but I don't he's care. such a fine man. <laughs> I just can't believe that he's not married to Yui Na. She's so pretty. They should get married and have babies. <laughs> they belong together. Um, Did you see, okay, have you seen Crash Landing on You? Yeah. <gasps> no, no, I haven't, but I know. Girl, they got married. They are so oh, cute. Yeah, they got that married is another recommendation life. because that one is a love story between a South Korean uh, girl woman and, and a North a Korean military North Korean man. general. Yeah. It is the best. 
and they also married with each other um, in real life. Descendants of the Sun is a Korean show. That's, that's also really good. That became really popular. The, 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 the leads married each other and they got divorced. Oh, but that's sad. Who cares? She wasn't important. He was. So. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Vincenzo know, is another good one. It's about the Italian mob. Yeah. Um, wait. Strong Woman, the Bong Song? <gasps> Strong Woman. Yes. Yes, that one. They, they need to get married. I, I heard that the guy had a huge crush on they the girl. They both liked each other. But the girl, I, th- I thought the girl turned him down. I heard that she turned him down. They both liked each other, but I guess she turned him down because, you know... It's difficult to work well in a relationship. It is. That's another thing that you learn through international content and streaming international music. <laughs> um, it's that it, it's very different over there for a Korean artist. It's very different compared to American artists. Yeah, they, they can't have, have to like, be, open relationships. Yeah, it's a scandal if they have like a relationship. I mean, it's like kind of conservative in a sense because they can be in a relationship otherwise it's a scandal and they lose fans they lose yeah. they can lose their career over yeah, that like Hyuna and Edon yeah from, like here you have like people sleeping from, with each other all the time from Pentagon yeah like um, they, I mean, they lost their entire career the company been, kicked them out there's been some Korean artists where they've smoked weed and, and they've and been kicked out yeah. of the group because, because of that. marijuana is illegal and you can do jail time yeah, but here Snoop Dogg does it in illegal places, and nobody cares because it's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's, yeah, it's Snoop. I remember when he came to Hidalgo, my dad went, and he said he was smoking to, like the whole arena was filled with marijuana. People were smoking on there too, and the police did nothing because it's Snoop. Yeah. And it's like it's very but different. That's like like the if difference a Korean in artist did that in Korea, oh my god, it would have been such a different. A an, an artist that lost his career because of a uh, marijuana scandal is Bi from Icon. Really. Oh. And a few years later, Bobby from Icon got married, and he just announced. I remember that Chen, he was having a baby. I remember when Chen came out. Uh, Chen from EXO, he came yes. out of nowhere saying that he has he, a girlfriend. He has a he, girlfriend. He's getting married, and, and he's getting married. And they're having, and a now they have their second child. It's, it was such a shock. It's such a scandal. People, he's still like on probation. He's not on probation. He's in the military, but um, but it was such a scandal during that. They time. wanted to kick him out of the group. They wanted the fans want him out of the group. The they Korean wanted, fans. Yeah. That's my thing. Is like international fans are super supportive of their idols being in relationships because we're not delusional in the sense that we're gonna believe that they're gonna not every Korean artist and Korean fan is delusional but I feel like they're a bit more prone to like I can't believe he did that because again it's like kind of conservative um what's another another show I recommend I really want to recommend anime shows so y'all can go out and appreciate Japanese culture because Japanese culture is so beautiful Mm -hmm. like the kimonos they wear Yes, I, I, I think, you know, like, traditional attire for Asian countries in general, like, because in China, the hanfu is very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. And then in Korea, you have the hanbok, which is a take on the hanfu, and it's, it's like, a dress, but I've seen it. it's, it's like, so two pretty. different pieces. Mm-hmm. I think the kimonos are really pretty, but I feel that a lot of people... When they see a foreigner wearing a tradition traditional dress from a Asian country, they're like, "Oh, that's cultural appropriation." It's actually cultural appreciation yes, because, because you are appreciating. You're their, learning to appreciate that culture. It's appropriation if you're doing it 
to spite out of yeah a race or yeah. a culture like well if they do it why can i you know type of thing yeah it's not actually one of my dreams is to go visit old korean castles and wear a hanbok yeah <laughs> because they're so pretty they, and the castles they let you are in so for free aesthetic. if you're wearing yeah. a hanbok yes it's, that's a plus that's a plus right there so fee you don't have to pay it's a fee they do not have to pay mm-hmm. um so for now i think that's it for our show do you have yeah. any questions we would like to leave our audience with yes um have you ever streamed international content and if so how did it impact you how did it make you more open-minded and how did it impact your language yeah i think that's a great question and do you think that if every person in the world learned one more language would be more unified i think so i think so too but there's a lot that comes with that yeah well we'll leave you with that question um our show would like to thank our listeners for taking the time to listen to our podcast a special thank you to our professor for being there to help us out and tune in to our next show where we will talk about how social media has an impact on students and how i cannot support my lifestyle anymore because i'm in college (laughs) and broke i agree (laughs) thank you guys bye